Yo, what up, man? It's Carlos back again with another episode of the Dear Never Podcast. I'm just putting in this introduction to the video just to thanks and appreciation to TK Kirkland fucking with us here at Dear Never Podcast. He didn't have to give me this interview. He didn't have to do none of this, man. He just, I just asked him for an interview the day after his show at the Denver Improv, which he killed, and he just granted me the interview, and we knocked it out a day after his show. Um, <clears throat> I'm just repeating myself again. You know, like, this podcast, again, is literally just for me to sit down with people like TK and other people that I'm a fan of, just have, like, conversation or, like, me tell them on how appreciative I am of the game that they spit through their platform or whatever they do, you know? And TK is one of those guys that I found out about through uh, through podcasts, you know, uh, we talk about it on the interview. The first time I heard of TK Kirkland was through uh, Taxstone's podcast. You know, I didn't know he was a comedian from way back then, like NWA era. You know what I mean? He opened for them, and the game he was spinning on Taxstone stuck with me so much. Uh, it was just like it made me appreciate him, like as a teacher or something. You know, so for me to be able to like sit down with like who I consider a teacher in this shit is just fucking crazy. You know, he spits so much game. We talk about it on the podcast of like. The shit he spits is, like, the old West Coast gangster rap shit, but, like, player shit, you know what I mean? And, like, that's what he puts in his comedy routine and his interviews, but he also gives people advice, you know? He's not just clowning y'all and schooling you. He gives, he tells you what to do, you know what I mean? Like, have life insurance. Make sure your money's straight before you get into relationships. Don't go broke over a bitch. Don't, don't do this. Don't do that, you know what I mean? So he lays out, a, like, a T.K. Kirkland rule book. And that's why I'm such a big fan of this guy. And it was so fucking awesome to like sit down and actually have an interview with him. And I just want to say thank you so much, TK. I appreciate it so much. And this interview is just me kind of like going back and telling him the game that I got from him throughout the years of me listening to him. And we talk a lot about Tax Zone's podcast because that 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 interview with him w and on Tax Zone's podcast was so full of game. And I so much of that shit stuck through my head throughout life and everything. You know what I mean? So shout out TK. I'm going to split this interview into two parts because after our interview, I cut off my recording device. But my camera kept rolling, and after my and while my camera kept rolling, me and TK actually have a had a conversation like after the interview, and I was kind of telling him about I was like he we, we talked about things in the interview, and then he was looking at my setup, and I and I clicked an inner uh, an idea in his head for his podcast, and I just captured it all, dude. It was all authentic. It just happened out of nowhere. It was crazy, man. You guys just gotta check it out. It'll be like a behind the scenes Dear Denver podcast. TK Kirkland, just uh, keep your eye out for it and. Just check it out, man. Thank you so much, TK Kirkland, fucking with us. T to the motherfucking K, Dear Denver Podcast. Let's get it. All right, yo, what up, man? It's Carl's back again with another episode of the Dear Denver Podcast. Today I'm joined by one of my favorite comedians. Just found out about this guy, like, not even four years ago when I started getting into podcasts. He opened for NWA. He was on the Hard Knock Life Tour with Jay-Z with the Rough Riders and Cash Money Millionaires Tour. He, um, if you haven't listened to him, uh, he has a comedy album right now. If you guys don't want to buy it, like, just get some game for free. Right now, uh, his comedy album, Who Raised You, right now is on Apple Music, on on all streaming, everything on YouTube. Right now, he just released a new comedy album. It's called Gangsta Conversations. He has a single out right now that's uh, Walking in the Rain that's out on iTunes. You can listen to that on Apple Music as well. TK Kirkland, thank you for coming. What's bro. going on, family? Good, How you doing, man? Good, man. How it's you doing? good. It's good How to like see you. I love Denver. I love places that you know I, I could come to and make money, but I want to give you a tip in yeah. your show. Yeah. I want you to slow down when you talk. Yeah. There's no rush. Okay. Enjoy the moment. Yeah. yeah. All right. And make oh, sure no, that dude, cause I'm, I'm so hyped, dude, because like 
the reason I only picked up these mics is to like talk to people that I'm a fan of, you know? Right. And this, this podcast gives me an excuse to sit down with them and talk to them, you know? Yes. And like, sometimes when I meet people that I'm a real big fan, I get like, this yeah, is yeah. You got to take control you know of I mean? your, take, take yeah. control of your energy yeah. and, and, and just roll with it. So people can really understand what you're saying, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. All right, cool. So yeah, let's yeah. roll. Yeah. Everybody listen, you know, when we started this podcast game a couple of years ago with Charlemagne, the guy, um, tax and all that kind of stuff. And it's been just a wave of people doing this type of stuff. And I'm just really proud that me and other people who have started this has inspired um, you guys to do this. And But really learn the business, really know the business side of the podcasting yeah. so that you can make your money mm -hmm. and get your advertising. But the goal is to get your numbers up so that you can have a huge following and then the advertisers are coming to you or you can go to the advertisers right. and get paid because yeah. the goal is to get paid yeah well this like i'm just like this isn't like my job you know what i mean right i have a real job like i work on cars and shit you know okay cool but this this like i told you this is just to talk to people i'm a fan of you know That's what i mean awesome. i'm not in it for the money you know what i mean i can care less i this is like once in a lifetime opportunity you know what i mean okay. to talk to people like this to talk to people like andrew schultz talk to artists that i'm a fan of you know what i mean mm -hmm. i could just throw them this and be like hey let's just sit down and talk or That's something, awesome you know yo I just like to bring that. game on to people that don't know about you guys you know right what I mean? right your crowd should be twice as big as it was last night you right know right so if i could just go out in public to people that aren't getting the the ear like our major publications out here like our radio stations, mm -hmm. they're not talking about the TK Kirkland's coming out. They're not talking about the Andrew Schultz coming out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's where I come in. I go downtown and be like, hey, I just got an interview with TK Kirkland. So next time you come out, they'll be like, oh, this guy was on this podcast. I heard about him and blah, 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 you know? Okay. So I'm not really in it for the money like that on the business side. But right. regardless, man, it's just an honor because, like, you mentioned tax. You know, like, the first place I I heard of you was on Taxstone's podcast, okay. you know? Right. And you're one of the people that when I listened to on the podcast, I went to go research more because you were spitting so much game on that episode. Mm -hmm. It was unbelievable. Like, so many things from that episode stuck with me, you know? Right. And it, it's just crazy. Like, uh, the the reason a lot of your stuff stuck is because, like, I was born in L.A., so when I got access to YouTube and all that, mm -hmm. I like to listen to the West Coast music, you know? So, of course, I got into, like, Snoop Dogg, Nate Dogg, Warren G, like, the whole G-Funk stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And your game that you're spitting is, like, exactly the game that they were spitting. You right, know? Like, right, right, right. It's like you're, you're giving people, like, like game on, like, anybody could get played. Just don't fall for that shit, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Everybody's out here trying to play something, you know Right, what I mean? right, but, right. And you're teaching, uh, like, you're, you're giving out the game. 100% you know you're giving up the game for girls and guys right you know what I'm saying? that's and, right and that's important you know mm -hmm. so like on 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 your comedy album you you spoke about it like how girls like there's they're starting to like play guys now you know what I mean they're starting to think they're slick and shit you know mm -hmm. it's always been like that though right it's always been like that but you think it's gotten worse man because like nowadays like girls are really trying to run game on like a lot of guys there's more yeah. of them now yeah there's more of them that um, are aware they know that um, men are, um, are attracted to them. But what I try to do <clears throat> in my show is to make sure that women bring more to the table before they get old. Girls are beautiful and they get snatched up by a certain guy who might just be interested in you for two years, five years, maybe a week. Well, you have to look down the future. You got to think about 15, 20 years from now, yeah. just in case this man is not with you. You don't want to be stuck with two kids. You don't want to be stuck looking for a place to live, looking for your parents to help you out and all these kind of stuff. You don't want to do that. So my philosophy is to protect you, in a sense, is to make sure I can guide you the right way to prevent the BS men and women 
will go through if they don't listen to me. Yeah. That's what I try to do. And that's and that's full game like with your like Who Raised You comedy album and right. this one too. Mm-hmm. You touch on a lot of the same topics because you really want it to stick. You know, mm-hmm. you always say like uh, you, if anything happens, at least you could say, at least I heard it. That's you know right. I mean? That's one of your That's right. You know? yep. And like everything you're spitting, I, I even preach to my friends like about the things you're saying, you know what I mean? And they're like, they kind of rub it off, but then when shit happens, they're like, oh, didn't you say that? And right. Like, and like, that's what I'm saying. Like with this, to get your name out more, like you're, you're huge, TK. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everything, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But there's a lot of people out here when I'm like, hey, TK Clark here. They're like, what? And I'm, and yeah. It's not good. You know what I mean? Cause well, it's not so that. Sometimes you got to know, sometimes in life, at least in my life, you have to wait till the stars line up. I'm an organic kind of guy. Yeah. And as you go through journeys in life, you understand that what you're here for, and then God will bless you a certain type of way, right? So I put a lot of people on, mm-hmm. from Sandra Bullock to Jamie Foxx to D.L. Hughley, and I planted my seeds around the world. Yeah. Now, in return for that, I'm getting a lot of blessings that are phenomenal. Some that I can't speak on right now, mm-hmm. but a year from now, you'll see about it. You're like, whoa, yeah. that's what he was talking about, major. Yeah. So it's not that they don't really know me here in Denver. They didn't really promote me in Denver the way I should have been. And that's yeah. fine because I make still more in one day than most people make during the whole weekend because of the way I, I structure my deal. So it's not about that. It's about um, me coming. We got the relationship. I'm going to Cleveland tomorrow. I'm quite sure all six shows are sold out. So that's just the way this business is. And I'm all over the world. And some, and when you do off days on Wednesdays, it's kind of hard because uh, people work. People got things to do, and it's hard to get out on a Wednesday, especially if they have family and kids and no one to babysit. So it is what it is, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, like, first, I want to say, like, congrats on the podcast, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's one thing, like, getting on the mic and dropping knowledge and giving up game, you know, and giving a lot of people advice. But it's another thing to be, like, stepping up and doing something about it, you know what I mean? Right. Your connections to help out people, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like, first, I, I just want to send a shout-out to True God in Atlanta, Maurice of GOF. Daniel's Leather, Troy and Saints and Symphony, and everyone else helping that guy out. You know what I mean? Right. TK, like, if you guys don't know about the podcast, and I tell them a, and tell them about the episode that you're talking about. So this this new episode of the TK, TK Kirkland show, uh, TK reveals like, well, he he linked up with a guy named True God in Atlanta a couple months back, like what, like a couple weeks ago? Or a couple months ago. Yeah, a couple months ago. He and he was like going through a lot of stuff. You know, he was like living out of porta potties and all this shit. You know what I mean? Homeless stuff. You know. And he reached out to TK uh, just on like to see if he could help him out. And TK sent him clothes, keep him warm, set him up with a cell phone to get uh, keep in contact with him, and, like see how he's doing. Sent him up with like uh, clothing companies and see see what he could do. Man, just now TK linked him up with a guy that's actually helping out uh, people that like get bail, like, mm-hmm. low, low bail bonds, low bail bonds, mm-hmm. you know bail them I mean? out of jail. And they're giving this guy. Um, uh, they're giving uh, True God a place to live right now. They're hooking him up with some suits so he can go to meetings. And TK just he put all the pieces of the puzzle together and just helped this guy out completely. You know what I mean? And I'm glad all you guys on the phone were speaking to him like serious. Like, don't fuck this up. Like, right. Like uh, I remember Maurice was like, I could be giving this to a kid right now and mm-hmm. I'm giving it to you. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? So that puts your name on the line too. Mm-hmm. And that takes a lot. You know what I mean? Right, it does. If it goes dirty, you may lose that connect. Mm-hmm. You may lose this relationship. You know what I mean? So that's awesome that you're actually putting in your like, you're like helping hands on. Right, you know right. So I just want to say like, congrats on that. Yeah, I love helping people out as much as I can. Yeah. I'm a very busy guy. Yeah. You know, I still have a list of people waiting to, for me to talk to. But what I try to do is I try to live my life as well. 
and try to balance it out so that way I'm not depressed or overwhelmed. Because sometimes, I, you know, it could take a toll on me, especially when people are doing stupid shit. And it bothers me. So when I, when I do an interview and it's stupid, I don't want, I don't want to do an interview probably like two weeks. And sometimes I'll do 10 weeks in one week. Yeah. I'll do two shows a day and won't have to do it for two or three months, you know? So that's what I do. So I just try to help people, try to um, can continue grinding and continue working because it keeps me youthful, this job. It keeps me meeting people like yourself. It keeps me inspiring people, and that's what I want to do, and make people laugh at the same time, because to get a standing ovation last night yeah. was just awesome. I enjoyed that, you know, so that was, it was pretty and good. You got fans of the podcast, fans like that already knew you. Right, and I thought fans. that was awesome. That was yeah, yeah. Because, like, when you're like, must have not been at my show before, and everybody's like, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Shit. See, so people knew. People yeah. we were like, yeah, they don't talk at my shit, yo. Yeah. I'm going to get in your ass. Yeah. And, so, you're, and cool. you're helping me out too, man. Just doing this interview, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I, I just reached out and you said, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. This, like, like, again, you know what I mean? This is just to like, talk to people I'm a fan of, you know? And, and to the fans, I'm, I'm, I'm eating a little calamari with some water to keep my strength up. You know, I'm just trying to live the best life I can. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, uh, like, I'm telling you, like, I've been listening to you for a couple of years, you know what I mean? Since tax, tax loans and shit, you know? And, like, Throughout that, you've been giving out so much game, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, a huge game that stuck to me that I took into my own personal life, you know what I mean? And, like, just some of them, like, if I'm missing any, just let me know, you know what I mean? Like, the first thing, like, giving girl flowers, you know what I mean? Right. That, that I used to just do, like, for girlfriends and stuff, maybe right. Valentine's or whatever, you know? But, like, now when I'm, like, going to first meet a lady, you know, I'm mm -hmm. giving her flowers on the first date, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And, like, that really gets into them, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, brother. Some of them are probably listening right now so I can say it freely, but mm -hmm. like, at first they're like, Yo, no one's ever gave me flowers. I'm like, yo, TK said that they were going to say that mm -hmm. because they don't expect that. Right. Before, oh, that's know? a beautiful. When you do that, bro, yeah. a woman will remember you for the rest of your life. Yeah. And that's important that I take men back to being gentlemen. Yeah. Open the door now. Don't get me wrong. I want y'all to be gentlemen, but I don't want you to be suckers. Yeah. It's a difference. You got to know when you're being played. You know, because some women are so beautiful and the way they make you feel could just hypnotize your ass yeah. and you'll be fucked up. So you got to stay strong. You got to be like, you know, I'm a, I'm a man. And, you know, I, I learned the game from TK. And he said in certain situations like this, this is how you got to act. When the pussy's good, you just got to stay strong. When a woman is good to you, you just got to be respectful and be a gentleman. If you met a woman, you didn't expect for it to be real because you was dating some other women and she just swooped past everybody. You know, she started at maybe number nine. Let's just use that number. Yeah. But her game, the way she moved, one week then she moved up to number seven. Then one week she number three. Then one week she number one. You're like, I can't fuck with no other woman because this female's so cold that these other people don't hold a candle to her. So you got to know when to do that and when not to do that. Yeah, and like bringing up girls like playing and shit, you know, like, I try to preach your game to like a lot of people that I see like in my personal life, you know, like I know like some fools that I know they're taking care of another man's kid. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And like I know this one guy, like I used he used to work with me. He was like, Hey, me and my girl been off off and on for ten years and in between that time that they were on and off, she had a two year old. She had a mm -hmm. and now he's taking care I'm like, uh, what, how did like what do you think about the type of like It based on who you are. And what I mean by that is some men want to go back to old thing. I was always told so many women in the world, why recycle? Yeah. 
why go back to something that it's like picking up a, the same book every time and you get the same ending. Yeah. Once you read a book, you you know you don't want to read it again, you know, unless it's really really good. And sometimes you go back. I don't believe in that. I believe that you explore the world and you continue to live a, a great, fabulous life. Just like I believe that when you leave this earth, you should not die where you was born. Because that means to me you haven't traveled. You haven't done anything. You, had, you didn't find nothing else that was so beautiful to make you leave where you was born. And if you haven't really left yeah. uh, where you was born at, to, to, that's just my opinion. Yeah. I don't think you lived. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's when we always preach travel, you know, go see places, just travel, travel. You gotta travel. You know I mean? That's so yeah. important. Wait, what's your favorite place, Turks and Caicos? I always say Turks and Caicos because the name just sounds so wonderful <laughs> when it comes out my mouth. What's the most recent spot you hit up? Um, I'm a little bit of everywhere. You know, Italy, I gotta go to London, I gotta go to Japan. Um, you've been to London before. Yeah, I've been to London. Um, and what I try to do, being an ex-player, I used to take women with me. And then I realized that none of them women was, was stayed in my life. So I stopped this years ago. So I make sure to take my daughters with me as much as I can to give them memories instead of somebody who I'm going to spend money on, um, just have sex with you. And sometimes you might even get pregnant. You never know. So my point is, I'd rather just have my children with me so that we can take the journey together. And then one day they can always say, oh, yeah, my dad took me here or my dad did this, you know. You don't really do the state to state, just like country to country? Yeah, I do, I do. We go everywhere. Yeah. In the country, we go out of the country. We, we do it all with my, with my babies. Okay, that's mm-hmm. cool. Oh, yeah. And then, like, another one of the things, like, that, that really stuck to me all the time, like, the one, and this is like a newer quote. I, you heard, you said it on um, on the Who Raised You. You're like, okay. Whatever your pussy is, just your turn. Are right. You still about that? Like, always. I'm still about that. That's always gonna be the rule for the rest of your life, because. The show too like, yeah, because men that think about um, that's my girl or whatever. Some girls are in love with you, but I'm trying to prevent men for I'm trying to prevent men from killing somebody. Yeah. That's what that statement is about not getting caught up to kill somebody to understand that if you got play you got play don't beat the girl up don't beat the nigga up don't go to prison don't go to prison and you can't be a hypocrite which most men are most men are hypocrites that's some like simp shit though you know what i mean yeah i don't i don't see that a lot like growing up over here you know what i mean well emotions is a powerful thing maybe getting cheated on maybe you see that more common than just getting played you know emotion Emotions is powerful. Emotions is you think that you're strong until it actually happens. And then you test it. And then you're like, whoa. You know, so if you can put out good energy into the world, nine out of ten, you're going to get it back. What I mean by that is if you can meet a good girl and treat her good, hopefully you'll get it back. And then sometimes you give a good a woman good energy, and she still might cheat on you. And she still might fuck. That's just her nature at that time, or vice versa. And that's the, like the just old school game always. It's just life. It's 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 called the game of life, yo. Yeah, you just gotta hope that it goes right, and then you could date somebody. 20, 30 years, love each other, and one day one of them could wake up and say, "I don't want to be with you no more." I seen women be with men who are so rich. So rich, yo. And then as they get older, they got erectile dysfunction. They got things wrong with them. And the girl is still maybe in her late 40s and still want to live life. And she's not attracted 
to the man anymore. And he's thinking about, whoa, I took care of your mom. I did this for your family. I did this and that. And you want to do this to me? I know a guy like that, yo. Uh And it's killing him. Uh It's killing him. So you really got to understand life. And if you understand life, well, nothing surprise. Just like all the way down to insurance and burial insurance, life insurance. You know, that's why I tell people when you're young, 17, 18, start stacking, get a job, start stacking your money and saving because one day you want to date. One day you want to take trips. So just like you want to buy a house one day, just like you want to buy a car one day, you want to save money to take trips and to have a decent girlfriend, but don't let her take you for all your money. Yeah, never. Uh-huh. What my boss always telling me, like, don't ever get married because it'll take you for half your shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could just be in a relationship and not get married. Right. You know well, you can get married if the girl just got as much as you. Yeah. Because <laughs> nine times out of ten, yeah. it doesn't work out that way. Mm-hmm. So you want to marry someone... That make your home. See, a woman can't, a child can't take care of a home. A 22-year-old girl, 25, I would never put a woman in a position like that. To cook, to make sure the curtains clean, to wash clothes, to do that. That's like torture for a 20-something-year-old. You know, you want her to party, have a good time. That's what you give game on, too, you know. Yeah. Go explore. The definition of settling down is you've done everything. You had a good time doing your thing, 20, 30 years old. Girls think they got to have a baby in their 20s. You don't have to do that. But nowadays, they want to do, like, the whole family thing just for, like, for, like, exception from the public. You know what I mean? They want to do the cute family photos, and that's the only reason they're getting the kid. You know what I mean? That's like, dumb. social media shit's kind of fucking it up a lot. Yeah, get your job, stack your money, and everything will come to you. How old are you now? Oh yeah, you're a baby, yo. You got to, you got to. I mean, you better not have no children until at least thirty-five. Yeah, that's what I always say. Yeah, well, since I've been listening to you, man, yeah. you changed up my whole game. Plan. Good, you know thirty-five, saying? yo. But you're like, you shouldn't be fucking unless you got twenty-five stacks. You shouldn't like move in with nobody unless you got money like coming in solidly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, everything, like even the backup plans that you give up, you're like. I remember on Tax Loans podcast you said that. When you take a, a lady out to the theater, you go, you pay for the ticket. You say, "Can I get a senior citizen and a student?" And I'm like, yeah, that's, "That's funny. That's some player shit. Uh-huh. That's, hard. that's like the backup plan." You know? Right, 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 right. In case it don't don't work out, that's my plan. Mm-hmm. That's because I really wanted to be a sugar daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping it real. I like taking care of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I wanted to be that nigga, like Sean Connery with the little gray. Yeah. I'm pushing a nice ride. But I didn't want to be the dude with the big wallet in the back with a lot of keys. Oh, <laughs> I just want to be smooth. Yeah. And then I fly in, go put a girl in a nice home. She living good, you know. I'm laying there, we fucking, all kind of shit. We having tea. We on the balcony looking over some beautiful Mediterranean. And then boom, I'm gone. <laughs> but you straight. I know that you are provided for. You're good. You live in a great life. Oh, that's how I want to live. Because yeah, I'm, I'm just repeating this game for like people that don't know. You know right. what I mean? So when I give this interview to them, they'll know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We always say like, if you're gonna mess with a girl, like the least you can do is teach them something. You that's know? right. Give them game. Mm-hmm. While you're with them, you know what I mean? Give them like bits and tricks that they can use for the next guy. You right. Yep. Even if you're 
your goals with them aren't aren't exactly like just to stay with them. Mm -hmm. Just give them something they could take along for the road. Right, know? right. That's true. And that's what like you always preach, you know. And I just mm -hmm. want them to like hear it from you. You know what I mean? You always want to give them game. Time. I want to give. You want to give because anybody, ladies, anybody can fuck you, but can you fuck? Can can a woman have to say, can you fuck me and teach me? That's how it should go, and vice versa. You got women that can fuck a man and teach him. That's what I'm saying. You give a woman game, it doesn't work out. She meets another guy that got his stuff together, but he's lacking certain things. Then she can teach him. Okay. And then with the with the album, you touched like you touched on like a lot of the same like. Not I'm not gonna say the same, but like the the topics were were, were relatable. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You were talking about like. You of course giving game about women and men like what they do being like what they think they're slick with mm -hmm. and what they're not going to be getting away with mm -hmm. in the long run. And uh, you you brought up a new topic on this one like the sexual harassment shit. You know, and mm. days, you know, and that was something you haven't touched on. You know, you, like on this new album you put in a couple subjects that you haven't touched on before. Right. And that was one of them. You think that shit's getting like create like you mentioned Kevin Hart and like in your sets and in the album. You know what I mean? How the girl that he was messing with sense of weakness so that's why she tried to play him how do you what would you recommend for well for the record too he, he i thought the girl did try to play him but his wife didn't know but his best friend is the one that set him up right yeah to get the money um me and kevin's real tight when kevin got married to um, tori the first girl i told him he was right on sunset boulevard and I said to him, like, yo, why did you get married? I was trying to, like, yo, that didn't make no damn sense. So we had a long talk because I didn't know who Kevin Hart was. I just remember being at the premiere of Soul Plane, and all of a sudden he was the star of this movie, which I thought was fucking horrible, by the way. He does too. Um, it led to where we are now. And uh, does, do I think he learned his lesson about cheating? Probably not. Because I think when you're a cheater, you're a cheater. It's just that you get you become better as a cheater, and you got to know who to cheat on. Um, and I forgot the question. Oh uh, well, like I, I was talking about like how how you give on, like how the sexual harassment topic was a new one for you. Yeah, the sexual know. harassment. <laughs> the reason I talked about it because it really got out of hand. And I felt bad that people was going back thirty five years. We all were somebody different thirty five years ago. And to want to throw somebody under the bus down that he got his life together, maybe that situation made him a better man. And what I'm trying to say to ladies is that if a man ever tries to take something away from you, don't wait 35 years, go to the police that, that same day. Not tomorrow, not next week, the same day. And that's all I'm saying, that's all. And there's like a lot of like, of course, like the backlash, like oh, you can't like victim shame and all that bullshit. You know what I mean? Like people really go hard on that, you know. But like, they don't see it from that standpoint. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, important. Everybody was different back then. You know what I mean? And no one, no one holds that up to account. You know what I mean? Right. You know, and I think about Bill Cosby. Like, you know, I mean, think about it. It's the fourth quarter of his life. He's been successful his whole life, and to go out these last five, ten years. Of your life in jail is horrible, man. Yeah. It's horrible. Can't move, can't see, can't do shit. Mm -mm. Can't fend for yourself. Yeah, he ain't doing fed time. He doing state time. Mm -hmm. It's harder. The food is worse. Yeah. I'm quite sure he's gonna lose a lot of weight. Yeah. And if he does eat that food, I know he. Uh, you know, he's had expensive taste his whole life. 
bad move. Yeah, man. Same thing with like Shug, you know what I mean? Like Shug, how he's locked up. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I'm going back to Tax on podcast because I'm telling you, man, that that interview I've listened to endless times because it's so much game. And mm-hmm. you're talking about like how how Shug he was on the top, you know what I mean? Now you said how when you live a certain life, when you drive certain cars, when you meet certain kind of women, and then be locked up for that for like a third of your life or something, mm-hmm. I really fucks with you. Oh yeah, brother, it got to. There's no way around. It's like. Psychologically, it could damage you. Yeah. You know, psychologically, it could damage you. And I really felt sorry for him, but at the same time, he always come up winning because he could have been dead. Yeah. All the best, yeah. Yeah, sure, could have been dead. So he still got some some angel looking out for him because he could have been locked the fuck up. Yeah. Are you are you still tight with a lot of like NWA? Oh yeah, like, yeah. We see each other. We say hello and all that. Like that one music video you were in, you were just in the background like this. Dude, I was the like, DLC. Dude, I was like, damn. Yo, mm-hmm. DK look young as shit. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. DLC. Oh, that was, was some good crazy, times, y'all. Because this guy, yo, he came from with like NWA, with Jay Z at the Hard Knock Live tour. He was with DMX, mm-hmm. with the Rough Riders. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you were just opening for them. So like, why don't they do that now? Like at like big rap shows why don't they bring i think the world is different you know I mean? the comedy is different yeah. you know you and game back then. yeah but you really had to be a bad dude yeah. to open up for them groups yeah. you couldn't be just a regular comic yeah. you really had to have something special to go on that stage and and it wasn't like these small crowds they're doing yeah. i was rocking eighteen thousand seaters yeah it was insane it was just a awesome time I like. Were you one of the only ones to do that? Like mm-hmm. a comedian or a rap tour? Well. Because I don't, I haven't heard of nothing like that, man. Or since. It was a story. Since. There's a comedian named Alex Thomas. Alex Thomas is a great comic. And what he did was he did part of the Hard Knock Life Tour. Okay. So he was able to do it just a little bit. But what happened... I had just got out of jail. Dr. Drainer was going to fire him for me to get back on the tour. Oh, but Alex is a mentor. I mentor Alex. Yeah. So um, I told him, no, nah, don't worry about it. Because we was all up in Detroit. And he had saw me. He didn't know I was there to take his job. <laughs> and I said, no, nah, that's my man. You know, we straight. So right after that, I got the cash money tour. Right after that, so I went on tour with Cash Money and other kind of stuff, and it was just a good time. So Alex um, started doing a little bit of that, but not on a consistent basis the way I did. Mm-hmm. I went on everybody's tour in the 90s. I had it on lock. Yeah. And then, like, just to touch back, because like, fa- Tax was my favorite podcast. Mm-hmm. It was like... Yeah, he was one, good. We could, the one guy be safe, like, though. Yeah, man, that, that was the one thing. The one podcast that I, like, I was like, man, yo, this guy just... Came out of nowhere and just started yeah. talking shit to everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. How, how was Tax? Like, when, have you talked to him at all? I haven't talked to him in a while. Matter of fact, I just got some information on him this week. I got to send him some stuff. But yeah. Tax is my man, and we didn't really get to be great, great friends. We was on our way yeah. to be really close. And I wish I'd listened to his show a lot more yeah. and understood him a lot more because um, I know for a fact I could have prevented him getting in that situation yeah. with that guy. You know, so um, God don't make no mistakes. Yeah. So it is what it is, and we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah. And with TK, so 
I, I know, like, sometime, like, last year or something like that, like, maybe a couple, like, eight months ago, you mentioned about a Netflix special. Whatever happened to that? Well, the Netflix special is coming. Okay. What happened in my business is as people get wind of your business, yeah. people want to sign you. <laughs> so I have a huge deal on the table with a huge company that wants to sign my company and then take my thing and promote it. So it's going to come out next year. And you're the first person I know about it, but I can't say what it is yet because yeah. I don't want to jinx it. Mm -hmm. But when just let everybody know you was the first one to hear first. Mm -hmm. So the album was supposed to, the special was okay came out, but I'm, I had to wait yeah. because when I release it, mm -hmm. it's over. That's all I'm saying. It's done. Oh, it's going to be insane. Another Vlad, another Vlad interview coming after I that? I just did Vlad. I just did Vlad. Vlad just, yeah. and we had Vlad like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. a new one. Oh, a new one. Oh, okay. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> the last one you did, man, you showed up looking like a fucking director with your fucking... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I had another one after that. <laughs> that mm -hmm. crazy, man. Yeah, it was good. Oh, yeah, man. And you're still doing runs and everything with the album, everything looking good with the album, everything's... The album went number one yeah. on iTunes. Um, it's going to debut on, on, on um, Billboard next week. Uh -huh. So I'm excited about that. I, probably, I know I'm going to be in the top five for sure. Okay. So we'll see what happens and with that. And that song on there, Walking in the Rain, Cold, like you have two versions of he has two versions of it right. on, the, on the album, and it's just cold, man. And like, one thing on the song that I was questioning about at the end, you were like, you were like sweating the girl, you know. And then you said, if this, if they pick this up in Vegas, I could lose my license. I'm mm -hmm. like, you have like a player license out there or something. Well, no, it's just a term. It's a, oh. it's a street term, you know. Like you know, I'm saying license and all the kind of stuff. Didn't really mean anything. It was just a, a metaphor, so oh, okay, to speak. Because I'm like, damn, TK's probably into like some cold dash. Yeah, shit. yeah, it was just the, crazy. The pimp game out there. Or some <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> that was a great. That was a great um, song. Yeah, man, both mm -hmm. versions. Like, right. both, like you were spinning different shit on both. Mm -hmm. And your flow, dude, I was like, damn, TK's kind of flowing right now. Like, <laughs> Did you ever like get into like the music shit? Did you ever try? Like, yeah, I wrote music with everybody from Timbaland to AMG to Second and None, and it's just been a real good look. Oh, just writing though. You never tried to like. No, no, I'm not gonna rap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I ain't gonna do that. Yeah. Um, where I'm at in my life now, I just want to direct. I'm gonna do three movies. I'm yeah. um, coming out in the next ten years. You know, because things, I am a planner. So yeah. things, I plan stuff. Okay. So I want to do three movies. Once I do the three movies, I do the type of specials I want. I do the type of books that I want. And then I'm done. I'm going to retire. So I figure 20 years, I'll have everything done. Okay. You know, 20 years, and I'm going to retire. Okay. That's right. on my list. Oh, yeah. And then, all right, yo, so I want to thank TK Kirkland for fucking with us here at Dear Denver Podcast, man. He didn't have to do this at all, bro. He just came through. I asked him for an interview. Like I told you guys, only reason I'm doing this podcast is to talk to guys like him, talk to guys like Andrew. I ain't, like I, You mentioned like the business shit, you know what I mean? It, it, it's never been about that for me. Just to like sit down with you and get, try to give some game to people, like hear it from you, you know what I mean? Because experience speaks mm -hmm, much from mm -hmm. anything, you know what I mean? So like, just thank you, man, for coming through, giving me this opportunity. And make sure you go, you guys go check out Gangster Conversations. That's on iTunes, right? Not Apple Music. You guys gotta go on iTunes. Yeah, and and the reason why I did that from a business perspective, a lot of people thought it should be streamed. Yeah. But comedy is different than music. Yeah. When you stream music, people play it over and over. Yeah. That's not the fact with comedy. Yeah, comedy you listen to pretty much one time, and that's pretty much done, right? So what I did was I didn't stream it yet. Because I had to get all my money. Yeah. I'm a businessman. Mm -hmm. So I own my own label. So the more people buy it, the more money goes in my pocket. Because yeah. streaming is kind of free. And here's the numbers. In the comedy world, to get 
one album sale, you have to get 1,500 downloads for one album. 15 streams, 1,500 streams for equivalent to one album. Oh, so they broke it down for you. Yeah, so in no way I'm doing that. Because a lot of, like, the podcasts that I listen to, like Joe Budden and all that shit, Mm -hmm. they always talk about that, like, they put their two cents in the music industry, and no one ever has a solid number on, like, how many streams is one album? So it's fifteen hundred. Like it's fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Now I'm different with music. Yeah. Oh, so about okay. for a comedy oh, album. Oh, okay, okay. Right. A comedy album. You got to sell fifteen hundred comedy albums, yeah. streams rather, streams, yeah. to equivalent to one album. Oh shit. So that's some rough shit. Man. And my deal is so cold. Yeah. I make a lot of money. I get eighty percent okay. on my deal. Yeah. So let one day let me hit five hundred thousand. <laughs> it's over, bro. <laughs> <You're buying Netflix. laughs> let me, let me, let me get five hundred thousand. It's over, and I think I'm gonna be able to do it one day. Yeah. In twenty years, I think I'm gonna be able to sell one of them albums. I'm gonna drop. It's gonna sell a lot. I don't know which one, but one I'm gonna sell. Oh yeah, but this game is endless, man. This game will always live on. Mm-hmm. Like the game that you're spitting, bro. Like you're right. People gotta take out their pens and notepads. And the thing spit. about me too is. I'm doing this also for 200 years from now, 20 years from now. Because when I leave this earth, people are going to really respect what I really was to the world. Yeah. And it's going it's going to be a whole nother level. And I want to leave just so much game everywhere that when people do their research and they're like, whoa, oh, yeah, dude, oh my God. And that's, that's, that's what I want to do. Each interview you give out, man, like every time you get an interview out, I like have to pay attention. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You slide some shit in there that may, that like the interviewers may overlook. Right. But there's deep shit in there. Right, the right, right, you right. You know what I mean? Like how I was mentioning, well, I'll get fucking again, you know, Tax Stones was full of game, you know what right. I mean? Right. When you brought him onto your podcast, right. you're like, what, your third or My second third? interview. Yeah, second interview. Mm-hmm. That was so much game too, you know? Right. What I mean? And like just when you were like with Vlad, you're always giving up game on modern shit. You right. Know what I mean? So like, even on this album, you were still giving modern game, you know, mm-hmm. shit that relates to, to today. Right. And even like comparing it to the last album, it shows that shit's still going on. Right. But it's just in different forms. Mm-hmm. And, and and who raised you was just so solid. Too solid. Who raised you was just the ultimate comedy album that was just awesome. Gangster conversation. I wanted to slow it down a little bit so you can read. I really want to get in your gut. <laughs> type feeling and then the next album's coming out is going to be something totally different it drops in October of next year oh. and that's called T to the motherfucking K oh, yeah, yeah that's what we call that album and that album is going to have a whole different type of twist yeah. that people are not going to expect and I'm excited about that the, the, uh, one question about the album that I had was uh, the, that that all of it on there was from Atlanta, right? Yeah, everything was from Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. I did, like, um, three shows. Oh, okay. So we put it all together, the oh. best of the three. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I haven't picked what location I'm going to do this year, but I'm not doing Atlanta no more. Oh, It's oh, going to okay. be a different a different city. Different city? Yeah. Okay. Why? Why? So, like, they could hear different reaction? Well, every crowd is different. Okay. Every crowd is different. Yeah, because you work with the crowds on, yeah. a lot, you know? Every crowd is different, and... Um, and the audience can really make or break your show. It's like being in a football game, and you got the home, yeah. home field advantage, yeah. and you can win the game. So when you have a great audience, yeah, your blood gets pumping, and your mind, every, all your jokes start coming to you, yeah. and you just go to a whole nother level compared to if you get a Dutch show. It can happen. Yeah. 
your jokes don't come out as fast. You know, you're thinking about, damn, I'm bombing. I'm thinking about, oh, I'm depressed. I'm thinking about, you know, you think about, oh, I'm not going to do this no more. You know, but I've been, I've been blessed in this business. I've been consistent my whole life, and I'm excited, and it is what it is. And I want to thank you. I wish you the best, my man. I hope whatever this takes you. It takes you to wherever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though you're not really taking it seriously, I hope that it takes you and it, and if it's fulfilling for you. Yeah. And oh, that's well, what I'm serious as in like trying to talk to these people, you know what I mean? But I'm not trying to like I'm working towards so I could like be a millionaire, get on T V or whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I just wanna talk to people, you know. I like meeting people that I'm a fan of, you know what I'm saying? That's all I'm really getting into. And it. to the fans out here, you can follow me on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkwood. If you have any problems, you know, you can hit me on my DM. Tell me about it from money to relationships to baby mama drama to uh, 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 having problems with your boyfriend or your husband to doing threesomes to how to give your man head, how to eat pussy, how to do all that. I talk about it all. And Just if you to need you to know. get that game right away, make sure to check out Gangster Conversations iTunes and then uh, if you guys just got Apple Music make sure you check out Who Raised You right or and if you can't get the album go on my website at the official tkkirkland.com it's a link there bam you can hit it and the rest is history hell yeah All right, T to the motherfucking K wish you the best family thank you bro God bless peace my puck is Carlos, 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 my pu